Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 290 of the What Up Though podcast. Yes, sir. Yo, so as soon as I scroll to Twitter, I see a tweet that says, Will Smith reveals that he contemplated killing his father. I'm like, this family needs to stop. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with them, dog? Ever since... Jada did that red table shit, man. Shit's been all fucked up. She fucking the August nigga. Uh, <laughs> this nigga want to kill his dad. Like, what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> she can't. She can't. She's struggling to find a way to fuck him. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I ain't even read the. I, I mean, I literally just seen this, and I'm like, okay. I, how are you admitting that you wanted to kill your dad? Like, ain't there some implications with shit like that? Like. <laughs> Like you can't just go saying shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Where it said that he considered killing his dad. Okay, well, that's, that, how's that different? <laughs> well, I don't know. Attempted and considering could be different. Oh, you, uh, you know I didn't what I'm know saying? You said attempted. Okay, well, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. My brain hurt. Considered, well, I said so wanted, like, but whatever that said, like considered. I guess it sounds. So it says after admitting that he contemplated suicide, which I didn't know that one. Goddamn, will. It's like people with all this money with all these stuffy issues. Like I thought money supposed to solve a lot of shit, but it, anyways. Hold on, wait, wait. Before you even continue, like whatever issue that may will possibly consider committing suicide, because I'd love to know when that happened. Like what point in his life was that before he became famous? Was that when he was a rapper? Was that when he was on Fresh Prince to show? Was that as a movie star? I don't want to mm. know that. But one thing I I don't like is I don't like the idea of when rich people have whatever problems that they have, assuming he was rich at the time, that they'd be like, oh, money don't solve everything. Money does, money is like, okay, <laughs> just because you had your issues don't mean that money is not a problem solver. Like, like it's always the people with money that say that money still has its own, like, always. You try to present the downside of always. having a whole lot of money. Like, I don't want to hear your motherfucking downside to having a lot of money because I promise you the worst part of having a lot of money is 10 times better than the worst part of having no money. So I don't, I don't want to hear nothing, no kind of money complaining shit from rich people. But oh. yeah, uh, go ahead, finish what you say. So, okay, well, uh, if you had to guess the time in his life when he contemplated suicide, what would you guess that would be? Because I have the answer, and I'm just curious. Okay. Just some shits and giggles. Two guesses. I would say one would probably be probably before he was super famous, like when he was like starting off and rapping, because I know he had issues with like his firstborn son. And like once he started seeing Jada and they had kids, like mm-hmm. his issues with the firstborn son. And then my other guess would be sometime around when Wild Wild West came out. Because <laughs> I know that nigga <laughs> got dragged for that fucking movie. <laughs> and I also saw a quote that he, not a quote, but I also saw him say recently that he feels like that's his, the worst movie he ever made. So I feel like that might have been a time period where he felt like maybe I'm not cut out for this because that was probably only like he had um, he had that Six Degrees of Separation movie where he I think he played a gay character. And then I think he had 
Did he go? Was Men in Black after that? I don't know. He had something big after that. But I know Wild Wild West was like fairly early in his movie career. So those are my two guesses. So okay. tell me the answer. Now, I would have probably said Wild Wild West because that was such a horrible movie. You had to feel bad about it. Um, and then the other, I don't know if I would have even would have picked the time. I would assume free. I don't know. Whatever. Um, both of those are totally wrong. Uh, the actor revealed that he contemplated suicide while filming the upcoming YouTube original docuseries, Will Smith, The Best Shape of My Life, in which, in which he sets out to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks after gaining weight during the quarantine. Oh, 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 um, I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get this together. Uh, oh, this is last year, nigga. Suicide during. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna assume it's not because of the documentary trying to lose twenty pounds over twenty. I'm assuming it's not because of that. It was just during that. During that, because I don't, I don't I, understand why you like and, losing twenty. Like this nigga had what? What was the uh the what was the the movie where he was in like uh like the apocalypse and shit. Uh, the name is escaping me right now. Where everybody was dead and it had the zombies and shit. Uh, I am legend. And he had the dog. Yeah, I am legend. Like that nigga's body and I am legend was ridiculous, dog. I'm like, how is this nigga in the best shape of his whole motherfucking life? And he was probably around. Uh, shit, he might have been. He was probably in his late 30s, maybe even early 40s. Dog, that nigga's body was incredible. Pause. And you mean to tell me this nigga? <laughs> I mean, wait during the pandemic and struggled and, and thought about suicide over losing right. 20 pounds. Right. Like, no. I mean, so <laughs> it must have been something else. And, and for the record, for anyone listening, I don't I don't none of we're neither of us is coming off lessening mental health and any of that no. shit. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but it's part that says, uh, however, he admits the process also took a total of mental health. And he says, when I started this show, I thought I was getting to the best shape of my life physically, but mentally I was somewhere else. He continues. He says, I ended up discovering a whole lot of hidden things about myself. So I'm assuming just the, the whole thing of that open closets of other shit or whatever the fuck. Right, but so wow. Some other shit. Okay. Other shit. Other shit. So it just, just it just so happened. Sure it like, wasn't like, man, I can't lose 20 pounds. I'm going to kill right, myself. Like, right, nigga. right, 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 right. <laughs> Worst shape Will Smith is in infinitely better shape than we are. Worst shape Will Smith. Like, come yeah, on, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I remember that. I remember that one post picture he posted of himself where he called himself being in bad, the worst shape of his life. And I was like, man, I would give one of my balls to have his body in, in, in that in, in worst shape of your life. Will Smith, I could I would give away a testicle to have that body. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Bruh, man. Oh, okay. So, um, in an excerpt from his upcoming memoir, he says that he considered killing his dad after witnessing witnessing him abuse his mother when he's a child. Okay. Okay. I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, move along. How was your week, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting out any memoirs. Apparently, everybody else is, but. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not putting out any memoirs. I don't. I don't. I don't think my life is that interesting. But yeah, no memoirs for me. Just uh, actually, I guess that's kind of a stretch. As I did say, I plan on writing a well, book about is. myself. Yeah, so you might be. I am actually, not. I by be. the way, I am I not. Might be putting out a there, memoir. By no stretch of the imagination, I am not. There's nothing memoir about me that I'm going to do. Um, 
Yeah, only only thing I've been like today was like a, a weird day uh, because, like you know, I and I mentioned this more than a few times that you know I've been in my job and stuff, and I told myself around the fifth year I started figuring out I wanted to do something different, and so I've been thinking about it lately because I've been wanting to go to my my boss and about you know more money, and then I, and then today I just was like, man, you know what? Fuck this shit. I just want to work somewhere else, and it was just like wanting not necessarily more money. I do, you know, obviously want more money, but just wanting like professional growth and other shit. And so I'll just it, like, it was like a weight lifted. Like I had been stressing about trying to have this conversation with my boss and stuff about wanting to uh, have more money and more responsibility. And then when I finally said, fuck it, I'm just going to do something else. It was just like this huge fucking weight lifted dog. But then it was like soon as the weight was lifted, it was like the pressure of like actual job hunting just like took overcome me. It's just like fuck, dude. Like this shit was. I re- I remember this shit being hard when I wasn't working. Obviously, I know it's a lot easier, uh, look a little better when you have work history and you have a fucking job. But yeah, that was just kind of kind of my day. Um, week summed up, I guess. Yeah, I don't have anything. Um particularly interesting i just uh i've been fighting off a cold this week so uh and it, it never got that bad uh i think the, the worst that i've experienced uh from this is just I've, I've been really tired from all the medicine i've been taking so like you know I, i'm getting past i haven't smoked a cigar since probably saturday i yeah, think up, yeah well i'm smoking one now so i'm good but okay cool. um yeah it took it took until tonight for me to feel like I was okay to smoke a cigar. Like when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the podcast or, or smoke a cigar if I do. But by the time about four or five o'clock hit, I'm like, I, like right now I feel about probably about 90%. So I'm, I'm pretty good to go right now. But yeah, I, I, I've, I've spent most of this week asleep. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah. I, I, most of the day I've been in bed or asleep and I've gone to bed fairly early. Uh, you know, during the week as well. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my whole week is, is sleeping in medicine. <laughs> so nothing interesting. Uh, nothing interesting to share there. I've, I even, you know, I haven't posted as many, I can't say as many, but I, I chilled out on my, my one mic videos cause I just didn't feel up to recording and doing all that kind of shit. So I posted one probably about an hour or two ago and um, yeah, I, I had to force myself to post my succession one on Monday because like I said, Monday was when I started feeling it. So I'm like, yeah, but I, I posted that before it started to feel too bad. I was just going to so, say, because I got, I, I, I listened to like 90% of that and um, I, I didn't, it didn't appear to you being sick, but you just said. Yeah. You yeah. It was like, I start Monday was like, I started feeling it coming on. So I started mass consuming. Like I have a whole system. Like once I feel a cold start coming on, I have a whole system of shit I start taking. And uh, so, like, I, I, I came home from dropping my kids off. I grabbed uh, some medicine from Walgreens, and then I immediately came home and recorded that video. So, like, I had I'd barely gotten into the day when I recorded that video. I was, I was kind of okay on Monday. Tuesday was the worst day, and it wasn't even that bad. It was just, like I said, I, I slept a lot. So, are you... Uh... Are you up to date on uh, news regarding um, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I saw that Aaron Rodgers uh, isn't playing on Sunday because he has COVID. Okay. If there's anything other than that, uh, 
no. But that's all I know is that he has COVID. I don't even know if he's like a like has spoken about not getting the vaccine or anything like that, or if he got the vaccine but got COVID anyway. Like I don't even I don't even know that much. So he does not have the vaccine. Well, fuck um, him, man. Uh, that's what he gets. He does not have the vaccine. <laughs> and the more I read, the more just like he's just so fucking stupid, dog. So they have him quoted saying, uh, and I don't know if this is this is after he got uh oh no i'm sorry take it back so this is in august um he says they asked if he's uh had the vaccine he says he's been immune immunized 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 god damn i'm fucking that up i don't know if i can even blame the beard immunized that's like me trying to say the word uh r-u-r-a-l rural yeah that's the one yeah, that's that's yeah, that's I can't say that shit to save my life, dog. Yeah, <laughs> it's only five goddamn letters, dog. I can't say that shit to save my life. All right, rural, rural, <laughs> I, I can't do it, dog. Rural, rural. Well, I feel only slightly better, but yeah. So then it goes on. He says, uh, there's a lot of conversation about it. So, I like this was in August, there's a lot of conversation about it around the league. Uh, owners have made statements, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. There's guys that have been vaccinated and also contract contracted COVID. So that's an interesting issue. What's so fucking interesting about people getting COVID as vaccinated? I thought he said that he was immunized. Does he well, mean about for other stuff other than COVID? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll go back to that in a minute. We'll go back to okay. that in a second. But I'm just trying to understand people's logic. And that usually comes from the unvaccinated side that says like people with the 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 vaccine gets covid like there's not ever i cannot recall anything in the history of covid that said that people to get vaccinated would not contract covid yeah no nope. never seen that shit nope it's been very very well pointed out in every publication any podcast you might listen to any radio show it, it, uh, any cnn interview they all say it virtually eliminates uh, severe s- severity of the COVID symptoms if you were to get it. You can still get it, but if you do get it, you probably aren't going to be hospitalized. You're probably not going to die. That's that's what they say. That that's what they've said the whole time. That's always been the story. So I I, I don't know this this perception of like oh well, you can still get it. So why bother? Like okay, so you weren't listening. Okay, that's cool. So I can't find the fucking article. Um, it's. Hey, what's one of the popular uh, sports uh, reporters on Twitter? Um, I mean, for overall sports? Overall. Or? Overall. Because uh, he did a I tweet. Because I can only think of people who are specialized in a in a special sport, like uh, like Adam Schefter for football. Adam or, Schefter. A- or Adam Woj Schefter. For, oh, okay. Woj for basketball. Yeah, ball, good like, one. You know, it, was, like that. it was Adam Schefter, I believe. Um, oh, okay. Because essentially, I think what he did was he – uh, he had his doctors up his antibodies or some crazy shit. It's so I, I, I need to find the actual uh, um, tweet, but basically it was saying, uh, well, one of the tweets I found, it said, this summer, Rogers petitioned the NFL to have an alter- alternative treatment count as vaccination. Okay. <laughs> um, and Why I'm like, 
why would you rather get some like some newfangled like ridiculous shit that no one else does over vaccines which are proven when your whole premise for not getting the vaccine is the uncertainty of of uncertainty that that, that makes no fucking sense Like, so you going to like, what, like, what do you like drink monkey blood? Like, oh, I read on online that if you drink monkey blood, that you'll be back. You, you can't get COVID. So I'll just go drink monkey blood instead of getting a vaccine. Like, nigga, that don't make sense. Though. Like your whole problem with the vaccine is uncertainty, but you're going to drink monkey blood instead. Like, like, I don't, man, these, you know what the real quick, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. Like so, real um, quick. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand people's hesitancy when it comes to this specific vaccine. Cause I'm like, vaccines have never been an issue until now. Like it's like, oh, well, no, I'm not, I take that back. I'm not gonna say never been an issue. Cause there's that people have been anti-vax for their whole life. Like they're, they're like the fucking the hipsters of vaccines. Like I was, I didn't fuck with vaccines was popping. <laughs> like you got them kind of people. Right. But like, I, I like to go to school. I, I don't know about everybody in the country, but I know for myself and for my children, they all have had to be vaccinated to go to school. Like, but now all of a sudden it's a problem. And it's all, and I love social media for this. Like social media gets a bad rap for all sorts of things. Some of which are justified, some aren't. But one thing that I, I absolutely love social media for is exposing celebrities for being dumb fucks. Like we like, can we please stop putting these people on pedestals because they could sing because they can rap because they could throw a football because they could duck a basketball like because they could fight whatever the fuck case it may be. Can we stop putting these people on pedestals like they're fucking gods just because they're good at a sport or at singing or at art or whatever, because that you could be good at basketball and be a dumb motherfucker, just like the dumb motherfucker that works at whatever place does not fucking the NBA or the NFL. Like, I'm so glad that these celebrities are getting exposed for being dumb fucking morons. Like, I love that shit. Now, all I need is for people to actually see that and acknowledge it and be like, maybe I should stop worshiping everything a celebrity fucking does. Because I swear to God, nigga, if Beyonce come out as anti-vax, I, I would be, I would take a day off work just to read Twitter all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it, oh it. it would definitely be a fucking shit show. A full-on shit show. Cause niggas, niggas rank it like God, Beyonce, everybody else. Like, so if Beyonce came out as anti-vax, I would love to see people struggle with that. I would love it. Yeah, I think it might be niggas crying on, on, on the internet. Um, it probably would be. It'd be people like, no, nah, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> I was about to say something fucked up. All right, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I am just so... I don't even know the, the word, but it's just, it's just interesting, interesting as fuck to your point. You you go go through all of the hoops of trying something that is fucking exper- experimental only to avoid the government approved, doctors approved vaccine that, that's that's been shown proven to have you know success and and for millions. So, yeah. Um, so sports has been a little fucked up lately. Um, I don't know if you've seen the story uh, uh, of the Raiders player. That um, oh yeah, I, I've seen. <laughs> I have seen it, 
And I, I love how it's like I learn more about this situation every couple of hours. <laughs> Bruh. It was like first he was like, oh, he got in a car accident. And it's like, oh, then he uh what is it like he injured, like he he killed a woman or something. And it was like, oh, then he killed a woman and a dog. Oh, and uh he was driving 150 miles an hour. Oh, and he had 18 shots at the bar. Like, God damn. And he had a gun in the car. Like, that is the okay, last one. I didn't hear one. the gun. That must yes. have been the latest. Okay, I like the gun. Must have been the latest update. So the, the order I heard it was uh, was uh, Raiders player car accident. Then it came out that he was drunk. Then it came out that the person had died. And then it, I started reading about how in Vegas, there's no probation for a felony DUI that results in death. So this nigga's going to jail no matter what happens. It's just a matter of how long he goes to jail. So then it comes out about the hundred. He's a hundred. It was driving 156 miles an hour. I think at the time of impact it was like 120. So maybe he tried to stop or some shit, but I mean, hitting something at 120 boy. Ooh, Jesus Christ. He's um, going to be alive. It's drunk people, dog. I'm a, yeah. So him and his, uh, I guess it was girlfriend in the car. Uh, she was uh, injured as well, but I don't think they said, I saw that I read something about non, non-life-threatening injuries or some shit. Damn. Man, just fucked up your career, dog. I mean, you fucked up your, well, you, you killed somebody. You killed, you killed somebody. So you killed somebody and a dog, and you fucked up your career. And yeah, it's just, just, just fucked up, dude. Yeah, I, I and you know what? What is interesting, and this is gonna be like a I don't know if it's gonna be like a hot take for me or not, but what's interesting is like, you know, there's all kinds of people who are like, yeah, he fucked up like well, like 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 we just said, like he fucked up his life, he fucked up his career, like all this, yada yada yada. And but I, I saw a tweet that oh, I can't remember what the tweet said though. Um it's oh it, it was something to the effect of like, you know, if you if you make these kind of mistakes. You you shouldn't even be under investigation. You should be out of the league. You shouldn't have to do any of these things. And, and and that's true. Like if if you if you you know get fucked up and kill somebody, yes, you should be out of the league. But <laughs> but um, I don't. What I don't like though is, and and I'm drawing a thin line here because because we are doing this same thing in this moment. But like, I try not to judge people too harshly in those situations just because it's it's a it's a dice roll right because like i've driven drunk you've driven drunk he drove drunk we got lucky me and you that we didn't kill somebody you know what i'm saying so it's like i can't and most people who drink have driven drunk or at the very least above the limit most like like is there's very few people whatever the fuck yeah right yeah there's very few people who be like oh i've had three beers let me get a cab like there's very few people who do that most people drive above the limit if they've been out drinking and there have been people who have driven drunk and at the end of the day we got lucky that that didn't happen to us so like it's 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 kind of it's a very thin line to come down too hard on him for doing that now his situation is extreme you know if he had 18 shots at the bar because that i read that 18 shots that's that's what the bartender said he had 18 shots at the bar or uh, and he was driving 150 miles an hour like like all like that's extreme right but if he was if he had five shots at the bar and was driving 80 miles an hour like 
it's hard for me to really, really come down on him because I can look at it like I did that. I've done that before. I just got lucky that I didn't kill anybody. So, like, how can I come down? How can I look on him that harshly when he did the same thing I did, but it didn't work out for him that way? So it's like, you know, it, it's it's a bad decision. And, yeah, you got to have a con- you got to deal with the consequences of that bad decision. But I'm not really in any place to judge because that very well could have been me. Like I've done that's not again, his situation extreme. So I haven't done the same as him, but I have driven drunk before. So I'm no, like, no, I, I, I totally get that. I think though, I think that it, you can either look at it as one, one tier of you driving drunk, no matter you having two beers or 18 shots and you know, you, you understand it, or you can have a tear reaction like, okay, this nigga killed somebody. So it's not even at the level of just driving drunk like we did. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I'm looking at it. I saw a tweet earlier. It's funny you were saying that. I mean, it's always a tweet, it seems like. <laughs> no, wherever, wherever the fuck. But it was a tweet talking about how uh, the, the girl said something like, you know, she she feels that she can feel sorry for the, the woman who died and feel sorry for the guy who wrecked his life. And I'm like, you can it both. I just feel like there's really tears with tears to it. There's not mm-hmm. to me. I don't see it that being an equal feeling bad about like because granted he's gonna ruin his career, but he's gonna be alive and this chick and her dog is dead and shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm not feeling equally bad for her and him. I'm feeling mad for the dude because I'm like, you done fucked up your life, all that shit. I feel even worse for the chick that, that's not around and shit. So yeah, yeah. I, I I totally get that. I, yeah, I totally no, that's that's facts. Yeah, you can you can feel like you said it can be tears. Like you know, I, I feel a a tear of remorse over his bad decision making that caused somebody to die doing something that I've done before and just not coming out lucky like I did. And then you can feel a different tear of regret or sadness or whatever for the fact that, like you said, somebody lost their life. So yeah, I mean it, it's. That's a that's a, that, like when I look when I hear those kind of things, I just think that that's a that's a fucked up situation. And I just feel grateful for myself. Like, man, there's so many times like I could have did that. And like I've never I no, I, I was about to say something that just wasn't true. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I just I, I can understand that. Uh, how he probably feels right now. Because he he's feeling like what is undoubtedly an immense level of guilt over oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And, and like I said, that could have been anybody. Like there's there's so many people who have driven, uh, not just over the limit, but have driven in a in a with a level of intoxication that they should not have drove, and and they made it home, and he didn't, and that's. Well, I mean, he did, but I mean, like, but he didn't make it home unscathed, you know, with yeah, nothing he, happening. He made it home before tearing up somebody's uh, car and burning them to death in a fire and shit. Right. Someone said, so I guess they're, I guess they're reviewing video because he was at Top Golf with him and his girl. And someone, someone said, imagine the, your last day of freedom and you at fucking Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, of all the shit I did not want to have a laugh about, dog. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that is like, can you imagine that? Like, like that that's the reality of it. Cause like we look at it like, oh, he got he's going to, you know, going to trial or whatever. He's probably gonna go to jail. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, that really is probably what it boils down to. 
Yeah, your last, your last, last day of freedom was for a, a long time. And he's a top last golf drink. You was at fucking top golf. Man, I hope he had some uh <laughs> some some pappy or something and not fucking Bruh. <laughs> Svetka. Man, you know these young niggas. He's probably drinking some fucking Padron, Padron, Padron or some yeah. shit. I was about to say Padron, like the cigar. But yeah, yeah no, Patron. I, I mix yeah. it up all the time. I guess it's the cigarette, the cigar smoker. But uh, yeah. So, hey, so this, so this morning I got up to go, my morning ritual of uh, going to start my car, I, and I always leave my coffee mug in the car for some odd reason instead of bringing it out. So I start my car, grab my coffee mug. I'm like, fuck, it's cold as fuck outside. Uh, come back in the house and then I thought about the fucking it's cold in the D video mm-hmm. so I post that video today so I found the video on Facebook so the whole video is four minutes mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I may have watched most of that video but I've never listened to it it's probably just on in the background after the famous part of the chorus comes on and shit mm-hmm. but that song ain't shit about cold weather. No, no. It's like about like how harsh it is up in here. Like, yeah, and yeah. people got killed. Like, and I, yeah. and, I was, and I was listening to it like, damn, I felt sad because I like tagged her on Twitter and everything. Like, it's that time <laughs> of the year. And then I'm like, man, this song was about because I mean, I mean, I remember her mentioning one guy in the song called Mason. And she mm-hmm. says something like, Mason was a brother to me. Then she shows a bitch raise. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Every time someone mentions her about this song, it's really it, niggas is talking about how cold it is. But then she, she potentially has to bring up all these memories of people dying that she made. Cause the, the <laughs> fucking intro, and I was I was uh, showing PBS and shit earlier. Like the, the intro of the video, well, other than the the dude laying in a fucking Coney Island, they go in a fucking cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> It just made me think of it. Made me like I don't even want to mention this song in the cold no more. Like I just legit, <laughs> oh, for some reason I just legit start feeling bad about the shit. <laughs> no, I mean I've I, I've never felt bad about it because like I, I I always look at it as like well it's like a maybe intentional maybe not double entendre. Like I I, I always do the song was about you know what it was about, but I mean it's also very cold here. No, so yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah. Like, hey, like maybe she did it on purpose, maybe she didn't, but right. Like, I I, I, I don't is, know she if she was hitting the entendres <laughs> of it's cold in the city and it's cold blooded out here. But I feel uh, like she it, wasn't, but no, hey, <laughs> no, I it don't happen. I just you know, no knock the uh uh baby T baby or whatever fuck her name is. T baby, yeah. But uh I just don't think she was hitting entendres. Like, I don't think she used that word much in her life either. <laughs> and not that I have either, but I don't think she has either. It's a double entree. Like, no, bitch. It's not a double entree. <laughs> a, double, a double auntie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was, yeah, I was just like, man, this is fucked up. Um, What's up? Oh, fuck. Okay, I lost track of that. Never mind. So, uh, notes thing uh, fucked me up. Oh, okay. I, I did start a random notes thing. So, yesterday was local elections in Michigan. Did you have anything to vote for yesterday? Uh I think so. I think they had like a mayor vote, but um I didn't I didn't bother with it cuz I'm not uh I'm not I'm not one to vote when I don't know what the fuck's going on. So um I didn't even realize that cuz like they they in this city they haven't been like really pushing any kind of vote shit. So I didn't even know that we had anything to vote on until Monday. 
And I'm like, well, I'm not about to go out here and vote on Tuesday just for whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know anything about any of these people. Like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know anything that's going on. I'm not about to go vote recklessly. So, yeah, I, I didn't bother. I'm not, I, I'm obviously pro voting, but I'm not pro voting when you don't know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah. Especially for something insignificant. Like, like I'll do the research for, uh, you know, important stuff, but I don't give a fuck about my city's goddamn uh, oh, city clerk or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know yet. So, like, I'll figure it out later. Like, I'm sure next time, next time it's time to vote on local shit, I might have a, I might have some thoughts, but uh, finding out the day before, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then I realized, it's funny you mentioned just not knowing, because I realized how much of my local voting is tied to people I know talking about it. Like, either it's Facebook or or Twitter, you know, I was seeing like a lot of people that I know, you know, uh, are vocal about the people they like to vote for versus this, I mean, whether it's, you know, city council, mayor, obviously, the clerk, and so forth. So I, like this year was, well, I, I should say this year. Okay, I started, I'm, curious, I'm curious what you did, because I, I was interested in like the Detroit shit. Like I was looking like, okay, let me see what happened. Like I was curious about the Detroit shit. So, uh, Duggan only had one opponent, which was Anthony Adams, black guy. Um, I was not really fond of Anthony Adams, and it seemed like he seemed like one of them, like uh, all black folk ain't kin folk type dudes. Was there any like debates and shit on? on no, TV? it wasn't any debates because he declined. Uh, Duggan declined uh, debating them, hmm. which I think it made some somebody at, um, local that I was tweeting with, you know, made a good point. I can't remember his word verbatim, but basically, like, you know, he has like the guy had been trying to like he had been putting videos about uh, uh, Duggan and you know talking about different things about him, kind of bait him and stuff. And I guess he, and Duggan was like, I refuse to to debate this guy who's uh, throwing insults and all the other shit. So, but I mean, for Duggan. A debate only exposes him of, of potential things. And so it's like there's no reason for him to debate a guy that's not even, you know, remotely in competition with him, if that makes sense, you know. So mm -hmm. he did not uh, do a debate or whatever. But I found this video on Facebook about him, uh, the guy Anthony Adams, and I believe he's Republican, one which I, I, I'm always leery of black Republicans. And yeah. it was talking about how he had donated to a lot of uh, different Republican like parties and other shit. And like the motherfucker donated to John James. And that was like my turn off. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not fucking with him. I'm not the biggest fan of Duggan, but uh, I definitely wasn't fucking with the, the other guy. So I was like, fuck it. I, I think I've learned that from from Biden. <laughs> It's like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, new ain't uh, a new person in ain't 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 necessarily the best person. So, uh, right. Yeah. So did not vote for him. Um, I voted against Janice Winfrey, which is the uh, city clerk, which she's been fucking terrible. Did she win? Years. Yes, she fucking won. Fuck. She won. I, never, I don't know how I didn't see that result. I saw the Duggan shit, but I didn't see the result of that. Yeah, she won just as she has a bigger she had a bigger about a bigger gap as as uh Mike Duggan had. Like she has sixty-four thousand. Well, first off, before I get to that, uh we have five hundred and two thousand plus registered voters. We had ninety-three thousand total voters, which is eighteen percent. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so let's start there. 
uh, city clerk, she got 64,000 votes, and the guy Denzel McCampbell had 25,000 votes. So he wasn't even, uh, he didn't even have a chance. And I just don't get like she, like she's for years, it's been a record of her fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And I cannot understand how she still keeps fucking winning. Like, and I, well, I shouldn't say, I, I can't understand from a, a real, uh, a true logic perspective, but I get it from perspective of people just name recognition. Yeah, yeah. That's, you understand that's, that's name it. recognition, yeah. but you understand how people yeah. aren't how, going beyond that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that was that. Um, the one thing I, w- well, I wasn't shocked, but I was shocked that uh, Janae Ayers lost, so she's out. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so she's out. Uh, fuck ass, Coleman Young Jr., had the most votes. So it was uh she was the at large uh council person, which I didn't really learn that until this year. That an at large county uh city council person isn't like a certain district. So the whole city votes on that person mm-hmm. versus you know different districts where you have however whatever. So yeah. So it was four people who uh who was up. It was her lady named Nicole Small. Um and the two winners was uh, Mary Waters, which I believe is she's in government. I don't uh, recall her uh, affiliation. And then Kobe and Young Jr. So both of them won. So I think she, uh, Janae was out by like 2,500 votes or some crazy shit. Wow. I didn't know that. She didn't put, she hasn't posted anything on her Facebook. So she did do a post um, about, about it. Well, on her, on her uh, well, professional sorry. page. I shouldn't say yeah. that. She did a, I don't know which one she did it on. It was just something about, Thanks everybody. I still fight for the city. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I just saw that just now. But I would have, I would imagine the FBI probe had a lot to do with her probably not winning. Absolutely, absolutely. Because she's been like, I mean, for the time she's in there and the time that I remember seeing her voting, you know, she is, she was, you know, landsliding it. So, yeah, it, it's it was definitely the FBI shit. Um. So yeah. So that was interesting. And then the other ones that was the one other. uh it was three proposals, and the one that that was the most interesting to me was uh, there was a proposal about decriminalizing mushrooms. Like, okay, how'd that go? <laughs> it actually passed. Okay, so uh, Aaron Foley did an article about it, and I haven't read it, but it's basically saying you cannot buy them, but having mushrooms or other theogenic plants in your possession is supposedly legal now so interesting i feel like you i feel like it's more legal in ann arbor like i feel like i don't know i'm not sure but i feel like it's a little bit more legal in ann arbor than anywhere else in the state but you know that based on what because i feel like i read that somewhere like i know that like um (laughs) brief moment into my brief insight into my personal life. I'm a member of like a, a Facebook group about psychedelics. Oh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> and <All right>. um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there, there's like, they have meetings. It's, it's local. Uh, they have meetings and shit like that in Ann Arbor. And I know that I, I feel like Ann Arbor has decriminalized a lot of psychedelics um, on its own, as opposed to like statewide. So I, I'm not, I don't know if you can actually like go to Ann Arbor and buy shrooms. I don't, I don't think that you can, but I feel like Ann Arbor is like ahead of everywhere else as far as like decriminalizing uh, psychedelics and, and other kinds of drugs. But um, yeah, I don't know that for sure. I'm just kind of guessing. 
just based on a little bit I've seen. Yeah, so I, I remember seeing a news segment about it, about them trying to decriminalize and there's a lot of people who was, you know, uh, for it or whatever. Um, but I don't know, like, to the, and I was kind of uh, reading the article, but I really didn't see nothing really in depth. But, um, but yeah, they just, I mean, I mean, it's just from what the, let me see, from what it early says, uh, essentially just decriminalizing, uh, just, you know, uh, having them and shit like that. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, it just stops motherfuckers from. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I would assume, you know, just like decriminalizing weed and shit, you know, motherfuckers should be out and don't have to worry about getting taken to jail for some shit like that or whatever. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. I'm just gonna say just to end that. I just I I'd be curious to see uh, the percentages of of black folks who engage in mushrooms and how how much that played into you know the voting or whatever um, so what was that a uh that was a statewide vote right not a detroit vote uh, like was that on a, oh i guess you wouldn't necessarily know if it was on I'm, like every ballot or i don't know if that was local. on every every ballot i oh, just okay. know i just know that specifically detroit west well, it's, it's the article starts off saying detroit has, detroit has joined a growing number of cities and states that decriminalize those kind of plants so okay so it might have it might have just been detroit then at that time right that's interesting not yeah. i mean it, it only it's interesting in the sense of like uh that we've gotten to that point but it's not surprising interesting like i because I, I, I feel like detroit is always going to be kind of like at the forefront of decriminalizing drugs <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me uh it like ann arbor made sense like in like u of m you got all the kind of like I don't know. I, I feel like Ann Arbor is like the home for people who are heavy into that kind of shit. So it didn't surprise me that Ann Arbor would be, you know, kind of like ahead of the game in that perspective. But it doesn't surprise me that Detroit is uh, following suit either. No, 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 I don't. And I wonder how did Ann Arbor become like this, like, I want to say Mecca of like drugs. And like, I know Ann Arbor, when when uh, the recreational weed spots came up, Ann Arbor had a lot of those. And I'm like, how did Ann Arbor become that place? My guess is just that, like, you have a combination of people who are uh, in college, young, white, educated, who are just who who just like really want to do drugs. Like, (laughs) but then also, uh, I feel like I, I think like U of M is like a really has like a really good like medical program and shit. So I feel like the medical uh, benefits of uh, psychedelics are a little bit more well known in Ann Arbor because Ann Arbor is really just U of M. Like, like at the end of the day, uh, yes, there is. It's more than just the U of M campus, but by and large, Ann Arbor is U of M. So like if you look at it from a perspective of like uh, from like a medicinal perspective, like the benefits of of some psychedelics are pretty well documented. So it, it kind of makes sense that you would have a school full of uh, elite minds who are uh, big into medical shit, who recognize the positive attributes of psychedelics and would be at the forefront of something like that. So like that, that's why I, that's why I figured uh, that's why it makes sense to me that Ann Arbor would kind of be ahead of the game on that sort of thing. Whereas like you look at like Lansing, for instance, I think Lansing is less of like, I look at Ann Arbor, 
Michigan as like making up like as being essentially Ann Arbor. Whereas I look at Michigan State as being a part of Lansing because Lansing is the capital. So it's like Lansing is more than just Michigan State, whereas I kind of look at Ann Arbor as really just being Michigan. And then I don't think Michigan State has like I, 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 I and I could definitely be wrong, but I, I'm fairly certain that U of M has a, a very elite medical program and you not to say that Michigan State doesn't. I don't know what Michigan State does, but I feel like Michigan's medical program has a reputation, whereas I don't know. I, I, Michigan State is just Michigan State. I don't think it has a, a, a reputation for any specific sort of uh, program or anything like that. Yeah, not to, not to my knowledge, at least. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You think of U of M. I mean, you think of U of M. You think of Ann Arbor, and vice versa. Um, like no one talks about, <laughs> no one talks about U of M Dearborn or U of M right. Flint. You know, what I'm saying it's it, U of M is damn near synonymous with Ann Arbor. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I that, that was you know, I mean, it was. So I went to vote. I, I try to do my vote in the morning. And because I hate trying to go in the evening, granted, it's not busy. I just hate the traffic and all that bullshit. So, and I know it's going to be easy to go in. So I went at like 845 and it was like, I was like voter seven. And I was like, I was was just like, yeah, I know how this day is going to go. I ain't never been a single digit. (laughs) I was like seven. I was like, God damn. Like, and I don't think I have either. I've been at least. No, I, I take that back. No, 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 no. I think that has been. I think I've I've been in the teens before, but I don't think I've ever been like single digits to your point. Yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is that um point you made earlier as far as just blind, blindly voting, I didn't start this maybe a year or so ago. But if I don't know or have any idea about that person, I'm just not filling in that bubble. And I used to feel guilty about it since I was there. I would just pick some random person. But I was just like, fuck that. I'm not adding to picking some blind ass person and shit. So I just stopped doing that. So like it was a, there was a couple other um, districts, like the, the police district or something. I don't think I filled that in because I know who the fuck that was. Um, and then, oh, I'm sorry, the police commissioner. Like, so are you familiar with just the police, police commissioners of districts? No. So I'm not either, but I knew I knew of two people. One, um, I was really person I was really close with who was in the church, and I seen another person. Um, it seemed seemed I don't think there's really any re- real restrictions because I'm like, how do you? I was thinking like, what would be the qualifications for a person to run for the board of police commissioners? But it's just regular ass people. Yeah, like the the current. Uh, Board of Commissioners is like a, a excuse me, like it's a reverend, it's a random random other people and shit. Somebody was like a, a higher up at DTE or something like that. So it's not like it's really just random ass people who get a chance to be the, the, the Detroit uh, on the board of the police commissioners. And I'm not even sure, but I knew that the person that I knew. Uh, was a write-in, and now at this point, I don't think they still knew if they even got it or, uh, or yet. So, uh, yeah, random. But I just said I was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's the qualifications of a police commissioner, a border police? Commissioner? I just I'm figured sorry. it'd be more, more. It would be someone in front of police or someone at least right. in that you know. That's what I would think too. So yeah, you said it's somebody you know from the church. Yeah, <laughs> you go to church. Well, this is back in the day, so oh, okay. uh, yeah, not not currently, no. Okay, um, 
But when I looked at the list of people, it was like the list of like current uh, board of police commissioners. It was just random people. Like like it was a it was a, a, a reverend. There was a person who was a, a higher up at DTE. There was a, you know all these other random ass people. So I was just like, oh, I guess it's not really any like strict criteria. Yeah, that's interesting because like I, I assume <clears throat> the same thing that like you kind of already got to be in that game kind of to even really run for that. And like I, I, sometimes I feel like that's a sign like, man, you should consider running for something. Yeah, but I, I just I don't I, I just I don't know. I feel like campaigning is just not my lane. Like I would have to like just go up the strength of like the hoping that people <laughs> hoping hoping that people I know will ride for me because I'm like I just I, I could not campaign. Dog. Like that's the that's literally the only thing that stops me for, from running for something is like I'm not built for like. People. <laughs> I was about to get more specific, but I'm like, I know I'm not, I'm just not built for like, go, you know, going to knocking on doors and making phone calls and ask people to vote for me and selling myself people. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not really built for that. And I could be wrong and maybe that'll change when I get older, but I don't know. Right now, I just feel like that's just not. I mean, my how lane. much fucking uh, older do you want to be to be to be that person? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, but I'm just like, I just feel like that's not for me to like, I would, like if somebody said, Hey, um, you can do this job. Like if it was something you could just apply for, I probably would have applied for it by. I definitely would have applied for it by now for some sort of political position. But the fact that you got to campaign and like convince people and shit like that, I'm like, I just I, I don't even think I'd be good at that, much less want to do it. I'm, I don't know, man. But like, yeah. But anytime I hear like you tell me like, yeah, some random motherfucker who some reverend from the church <laughs> was running for police commission, I'm like, God damn, right. <laughs> any old body yeah. can do it, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and, and funny you say what you say that. Well, the one part you that I honed in on is that, like, the most I would want to campaign is like the most I want to do for a job is submit a resume. So, like, put in an application. Like, I don't want to do all this other shit. But then you got to do for some people doing funding, like people do campaigns and shit. Like, oh, I fun, was, yeah, trying to get money. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah so that. the there was a the city council in my district. There was a close race. Like. So this lady, Regina Ross, has been fucking running forever. As long as I've lived here with my wife in this house, she's been running. And she was against a guy. Her name is Regina Ross. And she's... Uh, and I, I admittedly don't know too much about her. But everything I've always seen of her, she's always seemed like a nice person. And I admit that I actually voted for her because I've seen her so long. And I figured she... Because of the nice person she was, which may not be the best thing. But... She, I read that she didn't do any camp, any campaign uh, finance raising, and the guy that she won against actually did, and he only won by sixty votes. Hmm. So I'm like, if she would have did a little bit of campaigning, maybe she would have. Who knows? But yeah, like the that was the closest race that I saw. That was fifty six oh seven. I'm sorry, fifty five forty eight to fifty six oh seven. Yeah. So yeah, that was the closest one that I saw. Uh, um, but yeah, so <clears throat> yeah. I, if if I was to run for something, I would run a run for something bigger than that, like bigger than something like local. Uh, when I say local, I mean local, like to where I currently live. Like I would, I would run for something that's just Detroit based. But now I can't do that. So I'm like, I I, I don't know, man. I, I it interest me and I would do I, w- I wouldn't have any problem with like talking to reporters or doing debates 
being in front of camera, like that kind of shit, I'd be fine with that aspect of it. It's just like the fundraising kind of shit. I wouldn't be good at that. I wouldn't really be good at like talking to people one-on-one. Like I, I, well, I take that back. I'd probably be okay with it, but I wouldn't want to do it. Like it'd be something where like, Oh, now I got to go out and talk to these motherfuckers. And then, <laughs> and then I go out and do it and it, it, it'd probably go. Okay. But I don't know, man. It, it like, there's too many things that I'm passionate about for me to, uh, to do something like that, where there's aspects of the process that I have not only not passionate about, but that I expressly do not want to do. <laughs> I'd have to do it. And I'm just like, uh, if I could not do that, then yeah, sure. <laughs> like if I could hire somebody else, like, Hey, can you go out and talk to people on my behalf? <laughs> right. And then bet <laughs> count me in. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't think I'm built for it. Like campaigning always. And I'm, uh, it seems like there's always a movie for it or a TV show, but campaigning just reminds me of like, you remember in a wire, no, wait, you didn't finish the wire. Did you finished the wire. Oh, I'm saying you talked to the wrong nigga. Yeah, I finished yeah, the wire. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just started Sopranos. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um watching like Carcetti like begrudgingly call these people for fucking campaign dollars and shit like yeah. that. Like that's how I picture campaigning and shit. You know, yep, and me I'm too. just like and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do that shit. Exactly. I don't want to do that shit neither. That so, was yeah. Carcetti was Peter Bayless, right? From yes. Game of Thrones. From yeah. Game of Thrones, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that shit. So um, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think politics will ever be for me. I, you know, I, I feel like you know, you you see certain things going on. And you feel like you know, I can be that change. Like I feel like Janae, uh, Janae was probably one of those people, and I would assume that her time at, as a council person that you know she did more good than bad. And I'm not saying that because of pending uh, FBI allegations. I'm just saying in general. Um, but I don't see myself as the person of being involved for that. Like I just, you know, no, just no, not me. Yeah, I, I've, I, I feel like I'd be good at the job. I just, I don't know. I, I think the path to getting there is just more than I'm willing to put forth. But who knows? I said maybe that could change because it's not like everybody get into politics in, in their fucking twenties and shit. Like, like most of politics, most people who find success in their late 30s they'll be like oh this is the youngest person to ever find be the be in this position so i'm not aged out of it or anything like that i just i don't know i just don't i don't ever see it happening which is fine i i I just i don't know i get frustrated sometimes because i feel like i'd be good at it once i was in because then i don't have to campaign campaign no more i might still have to talk to reporters but i said I, i i'm fine with that i'm fine with debates or anything like that anything that's on tv i'd be fine with that like all that kind of shit i'm cool with and then the actual doing of the job i feel like i'd be good at that too but so once i got in i feel like i'd be money but like trying to get in i, I don't know i don't know if that's i don't know if that's for me <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty certain it's not for me um and I, you know, I just want, I just want to do my due diligence and researching and hopefully I vote for a person um, that's actually going to do well. And, you know, that's kind of my, my stance at it <laughs> right now. So. So, yeah. yeah. So um, have you watched the Sopranos? Yep. I've watched it. Was it last All year? All of it? Yeah. So you seen the whole it? thing? Yep. Yep. Okay. I think it last year or the year before. Yeah. That was my you... first, first and only time watching it. What did you think of it? Like interesting show. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if I rank it as high as a lot of people who rank Sopranos. 
but I I enjoyed the show. I thought it had pretty. I thought the character development was uh, pretty good. I like I mentioned to you before. Of all of the stuff that people talked about, Sopranos, no one ever mentioned his therapist and him going mm-hmm. to therapy. And so, and that's the first fucking part you see. It's first. It's a, isn't the first fucking scene. Yeah, I think yeah. And so, no one ever talked about his shit. And I always wondered, like, why? Why did? Why did not ever, that ever come up? Um, but yeah, other than that, I thought it was a cool show. Uh, I don't think I rank it as high as a lot of people rank it. Um, you know. You know what I think. I think that in the late 90s, early 2000s, when it was doing its run, there was nothing like that on television. And that was like, so people were like, oh, this is the best shit ever. And it probably was in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was probably the best show that had ever been put on TV at that time. But in 2020, like I, I feel like now watching it in 2021 at the end of 2021 and, and granted I'm only I'm still in the first season but watching it right now I feel like it's something that is not gonna compare to the elite level of stuff that's out right now or that's even been out over the past maybe like 10 years 15 years maybe like I, I, I feel like it's one of those things that it's not I'm not gonna say not gonna age well but I feel like it's one of those things where like if you watch it in 2020 you're not going to be like oh this is the best show i've ever seen if you've watched other sh- if you've watched other stuff mm-hmm. during yeah. the during the 2000s so like, I, I feel like that might be the direction i'm gonna that might be where i'm gonna end up but again like i'm i'm still on season one so that could change dramatically but i've I also noticed watching it that i'm like oh so this is kind of like what analyze this is based on that robert de niro movie oh yeah 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 <laughs> i'm like oh so it's kind of based on this yeah 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 I, and i've heard that before too um did you ever watch six feet under no so that was one of the other hbo shows that was you know heralded as like a great show and i started watching that i i didn't forget where i fucking left off at but that's one of the ones too where I feel like it had it was to your point the one of the the best things out of that time and it was like one of the only things out of that time and I don't for me it's not living up to what I've heard about it um but yeah so but it, it I mean I think just the the talent level the just of all of that is just raised so much when TV and series and shit now you know, it's it's fucking amazing series that that have been out in the last shit five years, yeah, eight years, and you know it's just hard to to rank those, you know, like that. I mean, although I will say, Oz to me still stands out as one of the best TV shows on that ever happened. I still and, need to watch that too. Like I started it, but when I say I started it, I think I maybe watched like one maybe two episodes mm-hmm. and it wasn't like i didn't stop it because i'm like oh this shit is whack it, it was just like whatever the reason i might have been drunk or something like that i'm like let me turn this on i just started watching it and i, I just didn't pick it back up but I, i'm that's what i'm curious about too especially because after watching that first episode i'm like i'm curious to where this kind of i'm curious to where this goes like is this gonna get like how how deep is this shit gonna get so like I, i'm curious about that but yeah, I think that that the Sopranos probably benefited from, you know, everybody says that the golden age of TV started with the Sopranos and, and the wire to a lesser extent. And when I say to a lesser extent, not that the wire is lesser than the Sopranos, but because it started later. Yeah, so yeah. Like, 
like the, the Sopranos is like the original, like this is the start of the golden age of television. That's why I say like, I feel like nothing that good had been made prior to that show. But now after the Sopranos, a shit ton of stuff has been made that good or better to the point where if you watch it for the first time in 2021, like I am, you look at it and like, oh, this, this is, I'm not, I don't see myself putting this as the best show of all time. (laughs) So, but again, I'm only on season one, so that could change, but I'm, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. I don't, I feel like it's not, and I'm not downplaying it as being bad or anything. I thought that was a cool series, but you're early on it too, but uh, I'll just be curious to see once you get through it. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on it? Um, how are you feeling about Dexter coming back on Sunday, bro? I can't wait. So, I bet you know what? I, that's that's why I asked because I'm like, when I heard it was coming back, I was like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna watch that. I'll probably cover it on one mic. And now that it's actually about to happen, I'm like, low key hype. Like, yo, I can't wait to see this nigga Dexter again. <laughs> no, so I was sitting around at work trying to figure out, okay, I know I'm gonna have to get Showtime because I don't have Showtime because I'm not watching anything on Showtime, and I was like. I really don't want to allocate any new mo- new money to this to my streaming shit. So I'm like, what the fuck am I using that I'm not watching anything on? So the worst part about that is figuring out where did you lo- log into TV? Sh- you know, where did you do your sign in for it? Mm-hmm. So I realized that I had I had the Epic's uh, series. I mean, Epic's uh, streaming service, and I was paying for uh, fuck Epic and. I just canceled both of them. Um, Epic had uh, Godfather, Godfather Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. Oh, and Stars. I was paying for Stars. Ooh, well, yeah. You can go ahead and get rid of that. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, unless you like big on like the power and power. And, and, all, and I don't even watch them shit. shit. So yeah, I just you can like get rid fuck of it. Stars. So yeah. So I clear. I cleared up fourteen ninety eight a month. So now. I can, I don't feel bad about spending ten bucks a month for. Yeah, about to say Showtime only ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna do that young thirty day uh preview, and then I'll start paying for it sometime in December or something like that. Yeah, so I'm definitely uh hype about that. Um, like I was thinking, I was tweeting you, like I don't know which one I'm gonna watch first, whether it's gonna be Dexter or Succession, but both of them will be watched Sunday night. That's for damn sure. I'm um, definitely going to watch Succession first. I know that for sure. Like, even if my wife didn't also watch Succession, I will be watching Succession first for sure. But um, Dexter, I, I'm not, I can't, if it were, if it were just me, if it was just me, I would watch both on the same night. But my wife is probably going to want to watch Insecure after Succession. And at that point, I'm probably just going to be like, let me go to bed. And then I'll watch Dexter Monday morning. But uh, this Sunday, I'll probably watch Dexter. Like if if you know she if we watch Succession and then we watch Insecure, I'll probably start up Dexter after that just to watch that first episode that night because I'm gonna be excited for it. But after that, I'll probably hold off on watching Dexter until Monday morning. But yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for this dog. <laughs> like yeah, I didn't realize how much I missed it. that nigga. And I was like, man, we get Dexter back in this bitch, dog. I think I think also part of it is that show you. On Netflix, have you watched? Have you watched that? You? I haven't watched. I haven't started season three yet. Oh, but oh, so, so you've seen it though. So yeah, so you know the show. Um, like all the talk about you, and I'm just like, man, this nigga is like Dexter Junior, dog. Like he's like wanna be Dexter. I'm like, man, like, like Joe ain't got nothing on Dexter, dog. <laughs> like, man. Yeah, just hype you, about did, you. I'm like, man, y'all don't even know about this nigga Dexter Morgan, dog. <laughs> Like, come on. Did you uh did, so are you are you watching season three right now? 
I'm done with season three. Oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I haven't even started season three. Uh is that are that our episodes? Yeah, give or take. All right. So I'm trying to think of something I could watch on lunch or something. I may just watch them on my lunch hour or something. I, I don't think any of them are an hour. I think they're more like 45 to 50 minutes. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I'll just bring my tablet. Um it was straight. Like I enjoyed it. Like I like you is one of those shows that it's like uh kind of like a popcorn show. Like it's like it's not deep or anything like that, but it's just kind of like fun to watch or whatever. Like it, it's enjoyable. Uh, me and my wife like it. So once it came out, we were, you know, we started watching it right away and I, we didn't breeze through it super fast. But I mean, we got through it pretty quick. I mean, it was I think it was 10 episodes. Like I said, 45, 50 minutes a piece. And yeah, we got through it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool. It was it, it was, you know, what you come to expect. Same old, I, um, same old Joe. Yeah. Same old Joe. I so I haven't been watching Insecure on Sundays at all since it started, which is only two episodes. I think two or three, two. I think it's two. two. Yeah, so I've been watching. Well, last week the, the initial one I watched on Monday, I didn't, I didn't watch the other one until yesterday, uh, and it was mid as hell anyway. So um, I don't. Did you watch? Myself, did you watch my video for it? I haven't watched yours yet. That's on my list. I literally use that term. Oh, <laughs> like I, because the the name of the episode was growth. Okay. Yeah. And. I, I, you know, I opened up the video talking about growth because like it, that, that episode spends a, the, 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 the main premise of that episode, I think is growth from Issa as far as like her professional dealings and then growth from Molly as far as her uh, relationship dealings. So I talked about that. And then after that, I was like, yeah, but this episode was mid as fuck. No, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. I use the exact same term. Yeah. Like it wasn't bad or anything like that. It was it was mid. Like yeah, <laughs> it was mid. It was it. Like you know, I was talking to talking to my wife about it, and I was just saying how well she had brought the point. Like it's cool to see that they're pushing the narrative of Issa and her girl. You know, kind of rekindling their friendship because you know it ended so shitty in the last season or whatever um so that's it seemed like they're really really pushing that which is cool but other than that it was just kind of blah like you know it was nothing surprising to happen in the episode to me um and it was just like okay it just the episode just happened you know i tweeted that and somebody was like you know they just hopefully they're just doing a build up to like this explosion of a season since it is the last season uh, but yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's okay. But yeah, I probably check out your your video, but uh, that'd be funny as hell. That, uh, I would have watched it and saw you say that because I'm like, that's exactly how I fucking thought too. Yeah, it's fuck. Yeah, I, I, the the thing about it is that on its own, it's a solid episode. But my thing about it, what I said in the video, is like, this is the last season, and you knew it was the last season when you started making it. So like it's you can't really have when you have like 30 minute episodes and you only got an eight, eight to 10 episode season. I don't know how long the season is going to be like the first three seasons were eight episodes. But last season, season four was 10. Right. So I'm assuming I'm going to assume this one is 10. So you got five hours of of showtime to work with. You can't really have a 30 minute mid episode like you got to like you, you need to kind of be going hard and wrapping up these characters story arcs in this season and i felt like this episode was kind of like a uh i don't know like it, it it felt like they just like like they were taking the episode off almost like like not like that makes it sound like it was bad it wasn't bad but it just felt like it didn't like i feel like the the everybody's arc should be progressing at a fairly quick rate 
and it should be fairly kind of like full throttle for this final season. And I felt like that episode didn't really advance too much. It advanced a little bit, but I felt like it was a little slow for uh, a show on its final season where they know it's the final season and you only have eight or 10 30 minute episodes to work with. And then I also, I didn't talk about this in the video, but I also noticed the runtime for the episode was like 34, 35 minutes, Mm -hmm. but the episode itself is only like 20 something minutes because it has credits. Then it has a preview for next week. And then it has this uh, little post show called wind down that comes on after the preview. So like, if you don't even watch that far, you don't even know that's on there. But it's maybe like a three, four, five minute thing with like Issa and two other people. And they just talk about what happened in the episode. So I'm like, you really going to have a it's the final season. You got eight to 10 episodes. You got a 34, 35 minute runtime. But like seven, eight, nine of them minutes is not the show. So really, you only got, say, 26, 27 minutes of show. So I'm like, you you really don't have time to to bullshit around like like we haven't even like they haven't even touched on lawrence and uh condolences and it and and they kid and shit like like that's kind of important like no and in that episode the episode had nobody in it but molly and Issa. so like i don't know they 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 left a lot of character storylines who i'm interested in out of that episode and if you only gonna have 25 minutes of runtime and eight to ten episodes, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel like you really have time to have a mid mid episode. Like it, they all kind of gotta be, gotta be fire. Yeah, I just don't think you have room. To your point, and you you, you made it Philly. You don't have you don't have you shouldn't have time to put mid like filler episodes in. Like it's just gonna be the last season at twenty eight minutes of fucking show. That shit should be you know it, it should be some major character development, which it really wasn't. I mean, it kind of you know. Uh, lost on uh molly's relationship with her parents and then her whatever her terrible dating history and shit you know like in like the first episode you know i thought it was a great episode as far as just in depth with kelly and shit oh i wanted to ask you i thought it was just me and maybe i can't remember if my wife agreed me or not but that picture of fucking kelly that didn't look, didn't like, look her, like her, dog. No, yeah, okay. I agree. That did not look like her. All right, all right. I, I thought I was <laughs> fucking losing. I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, y'all done uh, obit- I'm gonna say obit- obituarize. <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all think it's obituaried her? <laughs> and then it put up a fucking a, 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 a actual picture of her. I'm like, who the fuck is this chick on the screen and shit? I'm like, that don't look like her. No, I agree. That did not look like her. <laughs> like, they... If if that actually was her, which I think it was, that was like the best picture. Like that that shit was probably like airbrushed and, and all kinds of Photoshop work right. on it. That did not look like that actress. Man, I was looking at that shit like dog. That's not her, man. It had me confused because I had I think I took a phone call and then I got the phone. And I'm looking. I'm like, what the fuck is this on the screen and shit? And I'm like, oh, that's supposed to be Kelly. Like, ah, uh, nah. <sighs> yeah. So I'm hoping next week in the the, the pre uh the 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 following weeks, you know, kind of get better into, you know, some more shit. I mean, I think the preview for the next episode is pretty much Lawrence and this, this, whoever this chick is, uh, was he in San Francisco or something like that or wherever the fuck yeah. he is? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I assumed he was in San Francisco cause like, cause he mentioned, uh, the steep roads and shit like that. So, 
Yeah, I assumed it was San Francisco. And I think I feel like he was that's where that that company he was working for was in San Francisco. Yeah. So yeah, I, I it, it, that you know, when we left him at the end of episode one, he was with Issa. So I'm assuming he was just in LA. And LA is far as fuck from San Francisco. So <laughs> um yeah, I guess that nigga had a I guess he said fuck it and decided to go back. But then they had a one year time jump in this episode. So um yeah, so I mean, I guess it'll make sense. He might be in San Francisco. It's been a whole ass year. He's probably like, well, shit, I'm not fucking with Easton no more. Let me go back, go back to San Francisco. So, yeah, I guess so. it makes sense. Yeah, that should what be interesting. What did you think about Molly cutting her hair? And I, I, I didn't shit. talk. I didn't talk about this in my video, and I don't even mean just from like how do you think she looked, but like I just mean like from like overall. What did you think about her cutting her hair? Oh, that shit was less than mid. Me and my both my wife were both like, that's whack as fuck. I'm like, why'd she do that? Yeah, I I agree. It's not a good look for her. But I also think that I feel like that's very indicative of what black women do when they either reach like some sort of epiphany or when they, they decide that they want to take a whole different direction in their life. And I I, I didn't like it for her as a look. But I liked it for her as a character because I feel like a lot of the shit that happens on that show is so relatable for black people. Like, if I feel like if you like a white person, you watch Insecure, you're not going to like understand some of that shit fully. But like we know in the black community that when a black woman cuts her hair, that's like a big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. And that's like oh, a yeah. whole change to like she did it's not like her just cutting her hair like when i did that when i was just like when i had long hair and i had braids and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna shave it all off like i wasn't trying to make a statement i wasn't trying to it wasn't like signifying of me taking a different direction in my life it was like an impulse decision <laughs> i was just like i'm just, yeah i'm just gonna do this because fuck it <laughs> like but when when women do it when black women do that shit it makes a big difference in in like how they like like they change their whole perception like it, it's it's a whole different outlook. It's like them starting their life over again, almost. And I liked it for her from that perspective because she's so, like, I mean, she's been pretty shitty for the duration of the show as, as it pertains to how she deals with like relationships and shit like that. So for like, the, for her to cut her hair, I looked at it as like her kind of like taking a whole new, a whole new look to life. So that that's what I liked about that episode was that she seems to have come around on the fact that she has not, contributed very well to her relationships like she she's acknowledging that she has not done a good job in how she's behaved with relationships and that her cutting her hair is kind of like signifying of her changing her whole perspective so like I, like i mean that's a deep kind of look into it but like that's that comes along with me just knowing like how black women uh associate with their hair so yeah, I, I think thought that you, was good. So like there's there's just things that like I, I picked up on like watching that episode that I feel like a lot of people kind of like glazed over that I thought were that I thought was important. So like I liked the episode more than I think most people did, but it was one, it was still a mid episode, and two, it was not as funny as I generally expect those episodes to be. But I, I liked it more than I think most people did. Cause, no, I, Cause I picked up on those sorts of things. No. And that was actually a, a great pickup. I, I think it was her, her, her haircutting is like, you know, significant of maybe a new start, new, new beginnings. 
I thought it was just a bad cut, but I get the no, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> uh, of that or whatever. So yeah, that that's definitely uh, uh, definitely good good observation, and I guess everyone can catch the rest of your observations on the One Mike Network on YouTube. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure can. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 definitely just looking forward for the rest of the season. I'm hoping they really just you know throw some bombs out there for us. Uh, but shit, man. They got competition. This, uh, I mean, shows is happening. So I'm like, Succession is is on point. You know, you got Dexter coming out now. Um, now I I didn't jump back into Handmaid's Tale. So I'm like, almost I'm like, episode eight or nine of season two. So okay, getting through that. Um, I don't watch that the last two nights. So I'm I'm gonna be catching up with that. And then shit, I'm just waiting for fucking January for Ozark and shit. So. Oh Woo. yeah, that's that, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for that. And they putting that shit out in two parts. Like, oh man, I hate when they do that shit. Oh, the first episode. No, oh, the the, the season is split. Season. Like, it's gonna be like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, know that. it's gonna be something like five. I don't know. I don't know how many, but it's gonna be like part one and part two. Like, they're gonna release X amount of episodes. Uh, you know, at first, and then it's gonna be a break, and then X amount of however many other episodes. Man, I hate that shit. They just they did that shit for uh, Godfather Harlem, um, and it shit episode they come back to like three months or some crazy shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of that. And I think we just got got used to just seasons just being a whole fucking season. I mean, and then you know Netflix fucked us up with releasing shit the, the whole fucking season and you know uh, one day you know a la uh... like binging and shit like. I like binging as like a fan of a show. I like being able to binge shit, but I also, I don't like being done with a show that I really, really like real fast. And now I got to wait a whole year for the rest of it. And then also from the perspective of like uh, me reviewing shows, a show where they release the whole season at once is not good for me because I can't watch the whole season (laughs) right away. So if I, if I'm going to watch it, like a you know the whole thing and put a video out. I can't put that video out for however many weeks after it come out, which I don't like that. And my videos perform better when I can do episode by episode. But if they drop it all at once and I try to do episode by episode, it's not gonna work out. So like I personally don't like uh dropping shit all at one time. But with Ozark, it might actually work out for me because I might actually try to do that. Like if they put five episodes out at one time or six or seven or whatever, I might actually try to get through all five, six or seven in one weekend and then put the video out on Monday. Whereas like, if it's a like 12, 13 episode season or something like that, or even 10, I'm not going to try to get through that right away. So now, now I'm fucking around with like not being timely where it's like, Oh, I'm putting out a video on some shit, you know, three weeks after it came out, like with squid game and shit. So yeah, I, I, I'm personally like now I kind of prefer week by week because it just works for me better. And then I also like the anticipation like, oh, like, oh, I can now what's going to happen next week and I can build up that anticipation. Like if Succession was put out 10 episodes all at one time, I, I don't think I would like that. Because nah. I, I, I like looking forward to, to to next week and like, oh, and then sitting down on Sunday, like, OK, let's see what happens now. Like, I really like that shit. No, I, I I definitely agree, and um, I, Man, I fucking that. love Succession, dog. <laughs> like, like, man, it, Succession is so 
Man, I, I love the I love Succession because I, I don't want to spend too much time on this shit, but I, I love Succession because I, I love the fact that the best parts of Succession rely on uh, like viewer attentiveness. Like you can't just background watch that shit and understand how heavy something is that happens. Like you got to be paying attention. And I, I really like that shit. Like somebody asked me on my video for the latest episode, they they were like, um, oh, what? It, I'm trying to remember how they worded it. Um, you, you watched it, right? Yes, I'm watching. I'm, I'm okay, yeah. Um, they asked me something about uh, the whole situation with the song playing while Shiv was doing her uh, her speech or whatever, and it was something to the effect of asking like if uh, if Kendall orchestrated that and. I was like, you know, it, it's it's a situation where like you can't figure that out unless you're paying close attention because they don't give you a lot of clues because like I watched it a second time. Like when I watched it the first time, I assumed that Kendall was behind it. But I, I it was just because of like the nature of the show, I assumed that Kendall was behind it. But when I watched it the second time, I noticed that it's almost like a throwaway line. Kendall's talking to one of his assistants and he's like, I have a shopping list. I need you to go pick some stuff up for me. And he's like, all right. And that's it. And then the next time you see, you hear the song playing during Shiv's presentation and you see people like discovering the speakers. And then Shiv sees the speaker boxes in Kendall's office. So then like you, you, then you, you gotta kind of put it together. Like, Oh, that must be what Kendall told the guy to go pick up on his shopping list. Right. Right. And then she sees the boxes. She sees his notebook. She spits in it, all that kind of shit. And I'm like, Oh, now this makes a lot more sense. And it's like, I got, I knew it was Kendall from the first time watching it. When I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, now I see the clues that like make it a lot more obvious. And I love that succession does shit like that, where it's like they drop little hints or like you got to read between the lines to like pick up certain things. And like, that's what I think makes that show so good is that they, the, the writing on that show is just impeccable. Duh. Like it's so fucking good. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, when, when she came back to his office and found the boxes, I was like, Oh, that's what he sent my man off to go buy and shit with his mm-hmm. shopping list of shit and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a battle between the siblings, boy. Uh, and I, I I can't fucking wait to Sunday. Like I I, I cannot fucking wait. Like Sunday's go, man. Sunday's gonna be so fucking. I'm getting my yeah. I'm just I'm getting ready. I'm I'm I can't. I don't know what I'm doing Sunday, but I know when it gets close to eight 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 thirty, I'm gonna you know get myself ready. Whatever drinks and smokes I'm gonna have, <laughs> Hell yeah. and uh, I'm gonna be sitting in this bitch ready to fucking ready to bench some what well, bench, but you know I'll be up at least to eleven. Uh, to watch uh both ep- that and dexter whichever i decide to watch first whatever the case by 11 o'clock i'll be done watch both of them so yeah i might i might uh when it comes season finale time i might do like i used to do with game of thrones and take that monday off work oh <laughs> like, yeah oh like, yeah absolutely. absolutely like let me sit down and watch uh all this shit in one night and be ready yeah I'm, I'm de- and i don't really go to sleep till like a 12 o'clock anyway so um i'll i'll be able to get and like i say i i don't see myself i haven't watched uh insecure the night of anyway so i don't see myself jumping into that anyway so into the next day so i'm okay with that so so i i don't know how long we've been going i feel like we've uh actually been going for a while i could be wrong though but um getting away from tv shit 
I wanted to ask you, did you see the whole thing about the dude who rolled up on the Popeyes and recorded that video with oh, the rats and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, so uh, I saw today. Like, so when I watched the video, I thought he worked at that store. Like he was a Popeye's employee and he was like opening up the store and was, you know, showing everything. But I think I saw today that he's like the delivery person for that Popeye's. So he was there to like deliver whatever it is that they, you know, whatever it is, whatever deliveries they had that day. And it came out that he got suspended from his job for posting that video. And he put out a GoFundMe. Uh, you know, saying like, you know, I got suspended and now I need to, you know, I got five kids. I got to pay my rent, yada, yada, yada. And when I saw it, he had a goal of $10,000 and he had already made 11000 something. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what maybe you want to talk about it on here was that I saw a tweet from a guy and he said that, uh, well, I'm not going to try to repeat the tweet verbatim, but the tweet basically was saying that he fucked up by having his face in a video and he should have known better than to have his face in a video. And to me, I felt like that was so indicative of how, uh, how ingrained in our culture it is to be subservient, subservient to uh, like corporations and, and capitalism and all that kind of shit. Cause I'm like, of all the things that you could think about from the repercussions of that video, for you to be like, oh, he shouldn't have had his face in it. And like, and that's true. Like, he shouldn't have had his face in it from, but that's only from the perspective of he shouldn't have had his face in it because he should have known that he might face repercussions for it. But he shouldn't have his face, he shouldn't have felt, he shouldn't have had to deal with consequences over that because at the end of the day, he did the right thing. Like, he exposed a restaurant for having rats running all around their shit. Like, and they sell food to people like he did the right thing. But we're so in we have it so ingrained in our brains that, uh, you know, we're, we're supposed to be subservient to, to our our bosses and our corporations that this this guy like took from that, that he shouldn't have had his face in the video. I'm like, no, what should have one. The first thing you should be talking about is that the Popeye shouldn't have rats. The second thing you should be talking about is that he shouldn't have got. Uh, fire for exposing that Popeyes had rats, and then third, you can maybe be like, "Oh, if he hadn't put his face in the video, his job would probably be safe." That could be like the third thing that maybe you get to. But I just thought that was so interesting that, like, to, of all the things to talk about from that situation, that whoever this guy was, his takeaway was that he shouldn't have had his face in the video, and that's how he lost his job. Like, no, he shouldn't have lost his job because one, he was doing the right thing, and two, Popeyes shouldn't have had the fucking rats. So yeah, them rats was horrible. And like you give me you've given me more insight to that video because like I was watching it at work. So I had I didn't have my earphones plugged in at the time. So I would just watch it with no sound. And then the first thing I kept thinking was like, how the fuck did this guy have access? He's like a random ass nigga. Like, how does he have access <laughs> to, the, to the building to see all this shit? And then I see the rats. I'm like, that is horrible. That is nasty as fuck. And so one of the off comments I seen like, see, that's why I don't go to Popeyes. Nah, that's probably that's not a stupid Popeyes. fucking thing yeah, to say. It's just stupid. Yeah, but you know how people do. <laughs> niggas go nick. Um, right. Oh, but, rat, Popeyes has rats now. Like, I okay. mean, <laughs> rats are not Popeyes exclusive, nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're food exclusive and nasty shit is exclusive. So that's what that's about. But to your point, yeah, I mean, if 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 anything, he should have been applauded for exposing how nasty that shit was. And if 
if they wanted to do anything, it would have been some kind of repri- uh, reprimanding for going into the building when you weren't supposed to. Or if he was delivering shit, if he was in the building when he was supposed to do anyway. So it don't make a difference. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually hyped that my man got uh, money from his GoFundMe. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? He exposed some shit. They tried to fuck him. And the general public was like, here, take this cash, my brother. Yeah, I mean, and and I feel like that's the right thing to do for somebody who, like, at the end of the day, he did put his face in a video, which was stupid, and he probably did do that for clout. But at the end of the day, he exposed something that needed to be exposed, man. Like, and he got fired for it. He shouldn't have been. Like, he shouldn't have got fired for exposing wrongdoing. Like, like that's not how life works. And just because he put his face... Like, if, okay, if he had just recorded the rats, would he have got fired? No, but... He shouldn't have had to work. He shouldn't have been thinking like, oh, let me not put my face in a video so I don't get fired. Like you're doing the right thing. You exposing some shit that shouldn't be happening. Like you shouldn't have to think like uh, I'm doing the right thing, but let me not put my face in a video so I don't get fired for exposing people doing the wrong thing. <laughs> like that's not I how mean, life is supposed to work. I mean, it really had he not put his face in the video at some point, it would have been probably investigated and like who would have had access to even do it if he was posting it from his own account as far as exposing it might it probably would have came back to him anyway so it just happened sooner enough so he can you know the things worked out he got fired unfortunately he'll probably get another job and he got 11 grand in county to help him on his way and shit so yeah but fuck that the worst thing people should be saying is how fucked up and nasty that fucking place was that's what they should be talking about not that he exposed himself or wherever the fuck like ah. man that shit was so gross them brats were big as fuck dog yeah, that's the other side too. I was thinking, like, man, I talk about this on the podcast. I know me and Otis gonna be on the same page about walking there selling them rats. I'm walking the fuck Bruh, out. I, I give that man. <laughs> I like the, getting y'all delivery today. I give that man all the props. I ain't no way in fuck I would have been in that fucking facility, dog. Like, I would have saw one rat and I was out. I would have never stood there, however long he was. <laughs> he was there, uh, however many, how many minutes that was or seconds that was. He was there probably that much longer than he was supposed to be because I would have seen that shit would have been out. Like, and, and the fact that he's seen them before, so he went in there to show it. So he had already right. seen rats before in that bitch. So to go back, ah, couldn't be me. Nope. Could not be me. But then again, I don't have 11 extra thousand dollars uh, sitting around because of my effort. So ah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that shit just gave me the chills just thinking about it. Like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. And, and, and then like, when from his camera angle, the rats were far away. Like you see, like the rats run up some pipe that went yeah. into the ceiling, and you see him run across the floor, kind of like far away from where he was. But like for me, like if I was going in there and I see a rat run up the pipe, I'm dipping because like I don't I'm not assuming that they're exclusive to wherever that pipe is. Like the motherfucker might run out right by my foot. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, no, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have been in a zoom lens outside of the building, nigga. Like, you would have never caught me inside that motherfucker at all. At fucking all. Ugh, just the thought of that shit is so fucking gross. Ugh. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, real quick, right before we started recording, I peeped that Scotty Pippen was trending on Twitter. And apparently, Scotty Pippen has a memoir coming out at the end of the week or or early next week. I think, I think it said, like, the ninth. So I think that's maybe, like, Monday. Um, or Tuesday and the whole every article about the memoir was about him saying that basically Michael Jordan uh, made the last dance documentary focused on him because he was 
uh, he was upset that this current group of, of NBA fans put LeBron James on the same level as him. So he wanted to put that out to let these young niggas know <laughs> that LeBron James ain't on his Bruh. level. And all the quotes are kind of like from Scotty Pippen's book are kind of like, oh, yeah, uh, he's conceited as fuck. He made the shit all about him. Uh, he's uh, he's obsessed with making sure that people don't think that LeBron is on his level. Yeah, All this anti-Jordan shit. And what made that interesting to me was the fact that, you know, when we watched The Last Dance, one of the first things that we talked about on this podcast or that, uh, uh, and I, I remember mentioning specifically, was I, I respected the fact that Steve Kerr didn't take no shit from him. Like, it, there was like a moment mm -hmm. where he said, like, Steve Kerr pushed him with some shit over something that happened. And I'm like, man, that's wild to me that Steve Kerr, who looks like the most timid, small, scared white dude on that whole ass team, was the only one that stood up to this motherfucker. And then meanwhile, you got Scottie Pippen out here 25 years later. <laughs> like, yeah, yo, Jordan was on some bullshit. <laughs> like, man, like, how you going to have Steve Kerr out here bossing up against Michael Jordan in the moment? And you out here 25 minutes later, 25, uh, 25 minutes, 25 years later, talking about, yeah, Michael Jordan was on some bullshit. Like, man, Scotty. And then you doing that just to sell your book, which ironically, people are only going to buy to learn about what you have to say about Michael about Jordan. About the guy that you mad about <laughs> taking up so much of his of his of his life versus anybody else. <laughs> right. Ain't yeah, nobody I, reading that to learn. Ain't nobody going to buy that book to learn about Scotty Pippen. <laughs> they going to no. learn about that shit to see what he got to say about Jordan. Absolutely not. And it was the one part that I saw in one of the articles I clicked about Jordan hitting him up like, hey, I heard you had some issues about it. You know, let's talk about it. And he hit him hours later like, cool, we had talked. I think they we had talked tomorrow or some shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming that he may have never even got back to him. And then <laughs> you say, let's talk tomorrow. Next thing you know, this motherfucker is putting out a goddamn uh, <laughs> a book about it. So yeah, I'm really curious of of the time frame of Jordan getting back to him. Because at that point, it seemed like Jordan was like, hey, let's talk about what's going on. And he's like, no. He's like, you know what? I'm going to write a book about this shit. But <laughs> the Pippen hasn't been in the news for anything really great uh, in the last since then. I mean, what's the what's the uh, the news about Future messing with his ex-wife? Was that before the last dance or after? I can't remember. I feel like, I feel like it was after, but I'm not really I'm, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure it was after. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I think that's interesting, too, that, like, Scottie Pippen continues to be in the news for things unrelated to Scottie Pippen. <laughs> like, like Scottie Pippen's in the news because his wife is with Future. Scottie Pippen's in the news because he has a book about Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, like, oh, this Scottie Pippen's memoir is like, okay, well, nobody cares about Scottie Pippen's life. Everybody wants to hear what he's going to say about Michael Jordan. Right. And I, I find that to just be so contradictory. Like, oh, man, Michael Jordan's been arrogant and yada, yada, yada. But, like, I'm assuming the whole purpose of this book is to probably gain funds to help pay his ex-wife alimony. <laughs> it's like, so essentially you're saying, yeah, Michael Jordan was a piece of shit, but I'm going to use my stories for Michael Jordan to help fund my <laughs> alimony payments. <laughs> Man, this shit's going to be so sad. And I'm, and I'm actually looking forward to actually reading this shit. I'm curious as fuck what the fuck he's going to talk about. Me too, because I feel like every time I hear something about Michael Jordan, it's surprising to me not because I think it's outside of what Jordan would do, but, but because it seems like it escalates every time. Like, like it's like as a fan during that time, I didn't know shit about him. I, as far as like, as a person, I just knew him as a, as a player. 
And then once he retired, you start hearing things like, oh, Michael Jordan uh, kept Isaiah Thomas off the dream team or uh, Michael Jordan had all these problems with the Pistons or, you know, Michael Jordan had all these problems with, uh, you know, players who didn't respect him and he had this chip on his shoulder. And then we watched the last dance and we find out, oh, Michael Jordan had issues with, if somebody said, like the slightest fucking thing, he'd take it personal and go off on them in the game and yada, yada, yada. And now it's like, now Scottie Pippen's coming out like, yeah, Michael Jordan was blah, 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 blah. And it, it just keeps, I, I'm just interested to see like, okay, am I going to learn even more wild shit <laughs> that Michael Jordan did or, or how he is as a person that I already know at this point? <laughs> Cause I'm like, I keep learning more and more shit. I'm like, is now like Scotty's the best fucking source yet he should like, be he should he's, he's he should gonna head he's probably gonna head a best stories i mean so, other than probably mike's ex-wife or some shit like that like he's probably gonna have the best stories and shit so hopefully he would have even better stories than his wife dog yeah, his well, wife probably yeah. wasn't with him when uh he was doing all the fuck shit no you're right, right. you're absolutely right no you're de- you're definitely right he's yeah, gonna have so the stories like, he's gonna have the stories duh so like man, when, is this shit supposed, shit. when is this shit supposed to come out do you know i think the article said november 9th oh shit that's next week Fuck. yeah like i said yeah i think it's I think that's Tuesday. So Monday or Tuesday of next week. So yeah, I'm 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 curious though. I, I'm really curious to see because I'm like I already know Michael Jordan's a piece of shit. I've never liked him anyway. So <laughs> I'm all for hearing uh, more stories about how he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but to your point, it's just going to be real ironic and funny that he's making a fucking story uh, about Michael Jordan being the story. When he's when he wants to when his issue was with Michael Jordan making it more about Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and I and I wonder if he's gonna say some shit like that. Like if Jordan's gonna text him and be like, "Man, you you trying to make some money off of me, huh?" <laughs> like, I can, and I can see yeah. Jordan doing some petty shit like that too. Me I too. can totally see that shit. <laughs> Scotty Pippen put out a book, and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that got to be made into a meme. If you don't do it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> like Scotty Pippen said, I've conceded, so I took that personally. Like, nigga, that means you conceded, nigga. <laughs> right. That pretty much means you are a dog. Like, there, yeah. And, and yeah, it's cool. We know it. You know what I'm saying? So, just, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this coming out because I'm really curious to see what the fuck you got to say. Yeah, and, and Scotty, you know, Scotty is probably the closest to him that there was on the team. He's gonna have all the insight. He's gonna probably be extra messy because I mean he's trying to sell books. And I, I, one thing I do find interesting too is that you would think that Scotty Pippen would be like his best friend, just because of just the fact that like they were considered like Batman and Robin at that time, man. Like you would think that they were like BFFs, and for him for Scotty to be coming out with all this slander. Like that's I don't know that's just interesting to me. Like it, it would be like Joe Dumars coming out with slander on Isaiah Thomas. Like that would rock my world, dog. Like what? <laughs> like like where is this coming from? Like why is why is Joe going in on Isaiah? Like that that would it's the same thing. That would be the same thing. Damn, this is gonna be nuts. I can't wait till the shit come out. Yeah, should be good. Should be. You got anything else? Mm, nope. I think I'm good. All right, then. Well, uh, till next week. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to Podcast at gmail. 
That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.